Manimal here. It's Wednesday, August 2nd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're doing a special Wednesday trade deadline show. So join us. We've got MLB trades, Rangers trades, and news. We've got a box score, and we're going to preview tonight with the Chicago White Sox. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. And you can find me on the socials at Kevin Lee Frazier. That's F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And since no one ever asked me, I'm doing great today. And let me tell you about our social media for Texas Rangers with the boys, TX Rangers, WTB on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or I'm sorry, X. And you can also check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, word. Oh, all one word. And then joining me, my co-host, a man who is hopefully completely healed from putting the beat down on uh, on a poor child uh, just a few days ago. Uh Buddy, how you doing? The the three hundred pound animal, aka bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on social? Well, first of all, I'm going to say for anybody that's listening to the show for the very first time that I did not beat up a child at all. There was no <laughs> like no beating of that's a child. Like. And, it and looked I'm, like you're beating up a child. And, and, I mean, you know, that's part of being the host, too, right, Kev, that nobody mm-hmm. ever asks how, you, how you're doing. <laughs> it's part of the you know, deal, like but I thought today I'd being, get it in. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the, you know, sometimes you got to get your own in, right? Like, GMSI. Yeah, yeah, get my stuff in. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I've been up here in, in far north Dallas with the, uh, with, with the missus doing her, her thing with the treatment and all of that. And mm-hmm. I, I slept on a bed that wasn't my bed last night. So it, mm-hmm. it didn't help my healing process, but we're doing okay. <laughs> uh, yesterday afternoon, the old man, the, uh, the old bull man came out and hung out with me and, uh, we went and had some barbecue and it was good mm-hmm. to see the bull man and, uh, nice of him to come up here and hang out with me whenever I got a lot of downtime on this uh, far north side of Dallas here. But uh, I act like I li- like it's not just like 25 miles from my house, you know? Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> But uh, before yeah. we get into the show, let everybody know. First of all, I want to thank everybody that's listened to the show in the last couple of days. We've had a lot of new people that have been listening to the show, and I hope you're enjoying it, and I hope you give us a, a good chance all the way through the rest of the season, and I hope we can make the, uh, the pennant drive as much fun for y'all as we're having doing it ourselves. And uh, if you want to, if you have any questions about the, what the Rangers did over the trade deadline or what they've got coming up in these next couple of weeks, feel free to find me on any uh, social media platform, Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal 300 on Instagram and Bull Pro on both TikTok and Facebook. So whatever your favorite form or platform of social media is, Find me. We'll start talking Rangers baseball. Who knew that at the beginning of this journey that you would become a TikTok legend? Who knew? I had no idea, but I'm not surprised. Never thought in a million years. Never thought. I never would have thought you'd have ever even done TikTok. But now here we are. 
every single time we have a show, you have a successful TikTok uh, video. And again, I think the people love it. So let's talk Rangers. We are, or talk baseball. We are not a social talking about our social media show. We are a baseball show. So we're going to hop right into around the league trade deadline ended today, uh, 5 p.m. Central. And it was it was like I, I'll be honest, like there were some big moves, but it, it wasn't as much as I kind of had thought maybe would happen. It Not felt like the, the big – I felt like the big moves happened before the deadline except for maybe like Verlander and, yeah. you know, really just Verlander. I think everything else kind of that was big happened before said deadline. Sure, sure. And, and we'll get to Verlander in a second. But let me just, uh, just kind of plow through these um, – just plow through the, the, the general moves that were made today – uh, or from St. Louis. He was a guy we had our eye on Marlins get Josh Bell, a guy that might've fit good into the Rangers lineup, but he had a rough season so far. Kenyon Middleton to the Yankees. So the Yankees finally make a move. Tommy Pham. What up fam to the Diamondbacks. Sorry for that. That was really bad. And then Rich Hill and awesome. G man Choi. Yeah, it was to San Diego. Um, you know, Rich Hill, somebody we got to see firsthand. I, you know, he's a good pitcher, but we got we got guys that can do that. Um, yeah. You know, Flaherty, I, I wouldn't have hated to see Flaherty here. Uh, but, again, I, I'm, I'm happy with the moves that the Rangers made. Now let's get into the big move that really affects the Rangers the most. Before, hey, before we get and, into Verlander, I wanted to oh, say – Oh, whoa, quick, whoa, I got one. See, yeah, go for it. Did you see the Eduardo Rodriguez vetoed? <laughs> the trade to the Dodgers yeah. and like put them in a horrible spot because the Dodgers really didn't do anything yesterday. And then like kind of mm-hmm. by the time they had, um, you know, tried to get Eduardo Rodriguez in, in the, in the dugout, by the time he said, no, everything else was kind of off the table. And I don't think they were willing to pay what, you know, maybe Dylan Cease or somebody like that would have cost at, the, at that point late in the day when, uh, when uh, you know, those teams knew that they were desperate. But anyways, back yeah, to Justin and, and, and is there is, well, and is there any history behind the Eduardo Rodriguez veto? I don't think he just so. decided I he didn't, didn't want to. I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't really see. Uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's the idea that uh, you know he can he can continue pitching in that AL Central, and uh, he's got an opt out at the end of the year. So maybe if he puts together a really nice year for the uh, the uh, the um, Tigers, you know. He can he can get another big deal because he got a pretty decent deal from the uh, um, Tigers coming off of a bad season in uh, in Boston. So you know, so was, there might what be do you some think, Verlander? Strategy there from from uh, from mm-hmm. Eduardo Rodriguez. Can't blame him if he's trying to get more money. But Justin Verlander, the move that affects us the most, um, things just got really interesting in the American League West. Yeah. Uh, Justin Verlander on his way back to Houston. Um, they're going to get uh, um, Verlander send most of uh, the the Mets are going to be paying for the majority of the AL West pitching mm-hmm. uh, down the stretch here. Um, they're going to send some cash to uh, um, uh, the Houston. Mets are going to send cash to Houston. Houston's going to send back Drew Gilbert. Ryan Clifford. Um, so 
Drew, Drew Gilbert is probably Houston's best and brightest prospect, if you ask me. Um, I think most people would agree with that. And then Ryan Clifford is a pretty decent prospect. Um, but these are guys that are one and four on Houston's list that I would have probably had somewhere more around like three and eight or nine on the Rangers list. So um, what looks like a huge haul for Houston would have been more like Louis Angel Acuna and to Ko Roby for for for, hmm. for Verlander. So pieces that they gave up anyways, but they were able to get a couple of pitchers for the same thing. Yeah, yeah, no complaints uh, for the move. We've already kind of covered at length what moves, but I definitely think it's going to make for a heck of a of a um, of a stretch down. Uh, it's going to be fun, you know. Yeah, the the stretch run is going to be something else. And it, I mean, that's, this is going to be great, man. I, I'm super excited. There's really just, I mean, and, and again, what have we said all year? We want to beat them at their best. So bring it. That's, that's kind of my thing. Scherzer 1-0 against Verlander in the, in the World Series. And, you know, let's go, man. Like, bring it. Let's give us their best. Like, let's beat the Astros at their best. Let's be the big brothers in the American League West. Um, you know, whatever they got, let's go. Let's bring it. Uh, Framber Valdez went out through a no hitter today. Well, guess what? Rangers get a get a get a shutout themselves with only three hits, no walks, and sixteen Ks. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get a little bit. And what what today felt like the beginning of what might be a really nasty playoff race. And I would love to see it uh, between the Rangers and Astros. Just what it's made of. This is what we've been wanting. Um, and we're getting it sooner than we could have expected. Rangers lead the A. Oh, you know what? Let's not get into the Rangers. Let's talk about no, something that's going to be going on. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's talk about something that's going to be going down at the Ridgely Theater here in a couple months. Yeah, it's got a name. Everything mm-hmm. is uh, put in place. Tickets are now on sale through the Ridgely Theater. So you can get mm-hmm. your tickets now for October 6th, Ridgely Theater. Till the end is the title of the show or the name of the show. And they're going to have the first ever Cowtown cage match at till the end between Damo McCullough and Brent McKenzie. This is the, this is the final one. They've, they've, they've fought for a year. They have been at each other's throats for a year. And here we go. This is going to be the big one. Yeah. This is going to be the one that uh, the the brawl for it all in a steel, maybe steel cage, maybe chicken Cowtown. Yeah, maybe. I was going to say Cowtown way, cage, Cowtown cage match. And so, you know what? You're just going to have to be there to find out what kind of cage this is because I'm kind of excited about that part. But mm-hmm. as of right now, we know for sure we're going to have Starry's ice cream in the house. We're going to have Martin mm-hmm. House Brewing in the house for – for some beer skis. So, you know, as we get closer to the date, we'll have more information on how that's going to work this time around. Um, but as of right now, October 6th, till the end, with the first ever Cowtown cage match happening, it's the one-year anniversary show of Matt War Pro. Um, and I'm excited about it. You're excited about it, I know, because... Oh. The, oh, yeah. Any, anytime you can see Brent McKenzie get beat inside a cage. And let's not forget uh, our other buddy, uh, Brick Savage. He's going to be fighting for the number one 
he's going to get the he's going to get the winner of that. And and are they really the winner? Because <laughs> you go yeah, you go cause... win that cage match, go in there and basically you know lose lose possibly years off of your career, and then what's your reward as champion is you got Brick Savage coming up uh, in the future as number one contender if he wins that number one contenders match, which I can't imagine anybody uh, in in Matt War Pro that that could that could possibly stop the momentum of Brick Savage, but you never know. So, uh, well, and if yeah, there is really anybody, excited. I feel like they might be uh, they might be locked up in that cage. That's probably true. That's probably true. Um, so October sixth, so, mm-hmm. eight p.m. bell time at the Ridgely Theater. Just there, a, a stone's throw from Interstate Thirty off of Camp Bowie Boulevard. That's right. That's right. I can, I can, I can, I can walk to that place from my house when I was a kid. So, anyways, let's get into. Rangers news. Rangers still uh, had a few things going on here. Uh, last day of the, the trade deadline, uh, they still West by half a game over Houston. And though Houston got the no hitter from Framber Valdez. Yeah, and and hey, let's Houston. not be that petty place that sits here and says like when something like a no hitter happens that we can't congratulate Frambar Valdez. Of course not. Because we all watched him get his tits lit on Wednesday last week by the Rangers. <laughs> so who cares what he did against the Guardians because they're an under yep. 500 team. When the, when the Rangers show up, he'll be Frambar Valdez that pitches against the Rangers again and we'll light mm-hmm. him up like the Christmas tree that he is. But back to Ranger talk. Yeah, congrats, Framber. But you know what else, Framber? On the same night that the Astros were you, you rolling their number one start. <laughs> well, think about this: for the night that they run their number one pitcher, possibly, uh, maybe if you count, you know, number one slash number two pitcher out there to get a no-no, the Rangers' number four pitcher uh, had quite a night himself. But let's talk about the the Rangers' news here. Um, the Rangers pick up a catcher basically for cash. Am I not correct on that? Yeah, Austin Hedges, um, I think they gave some international pool money uh, away to the Pirates to get bring Austin Hedges here. Um, he, he's a defensive first catcher. You're not going to get much from him offensively on the day that he catches, but, you know, he'll run into one here here and there. Um, but he's, he's, you know, four backup catchers if – you know, if you're carrying three with Heim because you're probably going to take some care of him whenever he gets back or if he does get back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I see the I see it because, you know, Huff has had some struggles at the plate. Um, has and, he? And, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, he's young and, you know, like I think the biggest thing with Huff is that, like, he's just really not getting enough at-bats at any level right now to get it worked through. And I thought when he had extended – time at triple a his last stretch through there he was pretty good so it just you know it's just tough for him right now to get constant at bats and 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 you know it's hard to be that guy and you know i kind of feel for sam huff because you know he's running out of options and and you know he's probably going to be a 40-man casualty at the end of this year and it's unfortunate yeah well he's going to be a big leaguer um probably for a long time to be honest because catchers that can hit he won't uh, make it typically hang around yeah, he won't make it through the waiver wire. Yeah, catchers that can hit hit last. Yeah, he he's a, he's a nice asset. Honestly, I I I still I see him a lot like Mitch Garver, um, especially as he maybe matures, having a lot of the same qualities that Garver has. Um, but I the Rangers get that Garver inter- being, 
Garver being gone at the end of this year is probably the one saving grace that will keep Huff on the 40-man through at least spring training. Yeah, I think he deserves a shot. So, so the Rangers get that international pool money back, though, didn't they? Well, I don't know if it's the pool money, but they did get cash considerations. And this might have been uh, to cover that money that they sent over to San Diego to get uh, Kevin Plowecki for some AAA depth oh, the other day. Okay. So they sent Spencer Howard to New York. And, you know, if it, if it gives Spencer Howard a chance to pitch every day uh, or uh, on a regular occasion up there in the New York bullpen or even really, you know, possibly that New York rotation. But I imagine he'll go to the bullpen similarly to how King went to the Cardinals bullpen. And, you know, good luck to him. And you want to see that kid succeed, but he just never has done anything here to, like, really, mm-hmm. you know, get you excited about him. Or before. I mean, or before. I mean, he really hadn't – he didn't do anything before he got here. He had the same kind of thing, same kind of stigma coming in from, I think it was St. Louis. Well, Philly. Philly. He Philly, was a, okay. Red, he was red part of, a couple of years ago. He was part of the Kyle Gibson to Philadelphia trade. And, uh, you know, it's not like Hans Kraus panned out for Philly in that deal either. So, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it worked. It is what it is. And, you know, I mean, it, it really, it just is what it is. And you know, good luck all, to man. Spencer Howard. Yeah, good luck to Spencer yep. Howard. And hopefully he gets things turned around. Okay, let's get into meat and potatoes of this segment. Um, the thing that I think that is just three three names that are – I just think are pivotal to the, the playoff success. Yeah. Yep. Is Corey Seager swings a bat. That's news. Just, it's news. Yeah. Just that's news on its own right. That uh, um, between both Bochi after before game, uh, Cy during the radio or the television broadcast, and listening to the guys um, afterwards. Um, Peasley and uh, Hicks. Um, it sounds like you know Corey Seager may be ready by the weekend, which is going to be huge for the oh. Rangers. Go, you know they've got some home games coming up this week, and you know I'm not saying he's going to be, but uh, there's a chance that he could be ready by the weekend, and that could be huge for the Rangers. And uh, you know getting him back in the lineup um, because Jankowski's been struggling a little bit, maybe get him back down the lineup a little bit and give him a chance mm. to hit back in the, you know, seven, eight hole, something like that. And, uh, you know, uh, and it can, it can really turn the tide for him and Seagrill probably just, you know, keep hitting like he's done all year. Yeah. Um, a couple of other really, yeah. I, I like I said, a Seager comes back and all of a sudden this offense completely turns around and he stays healthy for the duration of the season. He's he's the MVP of the American League. I don't care what Shohei Otani does. Um, moving right along, Jonah Heim uh, and Nathan Eovaldi get good news. So just full disclosure, everybody listening. Um, so it's been a crazy day for me. So I didn't get to see the game. Um, I and, and I have not been able to keep very good tabs on the news today. So I'm getting a lot of this news right now with you guys. So, Bull, please, by all means, was the good news we got about Heim and Eovaldi? Well, uh, Eovaldi, he was able to see the Rangers team doctor um, in town. And, um, you know, last time when we had seen forearm soreness from from both DeGrom and now Eovaldi, we were worried about it. But, like, this, this is almost – I mean, you're asking a guy that, like, 
Evaldi's within like a, what, 35, 40 innings of his career high pitching total. And, you know, you don't want that guy to be down during the stretch run for sure. So I think like they knew going in that there was going to be a stretch of time where they needed him down. And it probably helps that it was at the end of July when they're at the deadline so they can go get some arms to help him out. And, uh, you know, I, 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 but him getting a clear um, MRI from both, um, on the road and from at home here once he got home and seeing the doctor and it's just still being soreness and not being anything more clear cut in the MRI from home. So that's, that's a good sign for Evaldi. It's still a little bit sore. He said it's feeling a little bit better. So that's, that's a good sign. And, uh, you know, they're, they're thinking that Hyde may be able to play through this uh, on the other end. And that in a couple of weeks that, you know, he'll be doing a little bit better. And it looked like uh, from all things indicated on both the, the broadcast, like I said, from CY and from Bochi after and before, that it sounds like Haim, you know, maybe in three week, two to three weeks, he will be able to get back behind the plate um, and, and, and help this thing win down the stretch. And that's, you know, that's all you can really ask for. I mean, you're hoping that these guys aren't injured, injured. Um, it sounds like John Gray real quick. I mean, I know he's not on the list for the rundown, but it sounds like he's going to make a, uh, uh, make his bullpen tomorrow and that he should be sometime over the weekend, uh, get a start. But, uh, while they've got a couple of fresh arms in Montgomery and Scherzer, they're going to give those guys starts and let, uh, both uh, uh, Gray and Evaldi, you know, get a little bit of extra time. Yeah, yeah, that's whew, man to to think that because we were we were really nervous, guys. Especially when I saw the forearm tightness, I was like, no, don't <laughs> please don't say that. And then um, Heim, you know, I mean, you, you when you trade when you trade for a catcher, and of course, it's not a big trade, so that that the optimistic part. But yeah, it wasn't like Yasmani Grandal. You know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it does make you a little concerned, right? Like, it's just, man, are they, are they trying yeah, to? Yeah, especially, know, uh... especially when like the cut. I mean, the White Sox, their lineup came out today, and you didn't see Yasmani Grandal in the lineup, so you knew he was on the waiver wire, and I mean, on the trade debt block, and um, so you knew that there were catchers out there. And when you're seeing that it's Austin Hedges, you're thinking, okay, this is more like. The Pirates have Henry Davis. They've got some other guys that they like. Um, they're, they're not going to have to use um, Hedges anymore. And for the Rangers, it's a guy that, you know, whenever Heim in a couple of weeks gets back, you can send Huff back down to AAA to get regular at bats again for the end of the season. Yeah. Um, so I think that's all the news that we've got right now from the Rangers. Um, now we're going to – next up we got the, the – Oh, real quick, the previews. Uh, I was going to oh. let you know real quick before we go into the commercials for the subs. This is what reminded me of it. Uh, Yerry Rodriguez and um, Cody Bradford were the guys going back to Round Rock. Oh, really? Really? Okay. So so those, both of those guys are headed down to Round Rock. That's that's still kind of news, I think. I mean, I think Yuri a little bit less than Bradford because Bradford has been, you know, really. Man, I think he got yeah, seriously. Whether if he yeah, never comes think, back up for the rest of the year, he had got some great experience this year. Man. I think you really feel comfortable with the idea that he could be in your rotation next year, if uh, you know, as your five. 
Yeah, he really, I, I, again, showed a lot. Of what I what I think what I think is the calling card of this team. He showed a lot of toughness, showed a lot of heart, um, just just resilience, all the stuff that this team seems to be made up of. Thing that's like core values for um, you know for the coaching and for the front office, the things that they're looking for in, in players and. He kind of captures that. So he's a guy I'm really excited about. Uh, whether he plays again for the team or not or gets another inning at the MLB level, pitchers can should come into the league, man, getting, you know, chunks of, of playing time in meaningful situations and getting earning that spot and then getting the opportunity. And when they get the opportunity, they show that, hey, you know, I can handle it at this level, even though maybe he didn't have some setbacks, but he's a rookie. So. Um, well, and, we're and, about and if you want to know more about guys Ooh. that we've mm. talked about in the past on our Down on the Farm show, you can, mm-hmm. for $1.99 a month, you can subscribe to that, right, Kevin? We just put one up yesterday. Yeah, so we just put one up yesterday. And, and, go ahead. And if you're, if you're looking for who the hot prospects are right now, we added several to the guys that we talk about almost on a every time we do it occasion. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to hear some new names this time because again, there's a lot of shaking up going on. That's one of the fun parts of this, of the, of this time of year is you're starting to see guys really kind of solidify their roles uh, and, or guys are moving and trades start happening. And then that opens up spots for, for other players to, to move around as well. And so again, we lost uh, three players in our top 20 and so that opens up more room for other players to move up that list and get their opportunity to, to possibly make crack the big league squad. And so if you want to learn more about those types of players or, or learn what's going on uh, with the organization and, and really hear our, our take on everything for just $1.99 a month, you can make this, uh, this podcast your one-stop shop for all things Texas Rangers organization-wide. So go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. All one word. And subscribe today. So, have some good news. So, hey, I uh, want to give you three names real quick. Remember, I told you uh, the other day that I would have three names that were going to go onto our new or onto our forty list in the thirty-eight, thirty-nine, and forty spots. Let's right? Do it. Let's hear them. Yosi Galan. Okay. Uh, um, Jonathan Montalvo. Okay, and I think the third one should be very prevalently obvious. Ooh. No, I don't think it is because I'm not going to do that until I, I start the new one over. It's not White okay, Langford. Okay, okay. It's no, not White Langford. Oh, no, good. The, the okay, now number, I'm excited. Number 40 is Davis Wenzel. Oh, Wenzel cracks the top 40 finally, man. Good for him. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, good for him. So he's, Galan, he's, got a player, he's got some value. So, so uh, Galan, Maltov, Montalvo, and... Uh, and Davis Wenzel are the three that are going to take those spots that are vacated by Sajasi, um, Roby, and Akuna. 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 Well, um, exciting. And again, we'll have a new list out um, at some point here in the near future because we've got a lot of shaking. There's been a lot of moving going on. I know on the, they're good. there could be a new number one. There could be. I Yeah. Yeah. There could be. Wow. That is a teaser if I've ever heard one. So let's move off of that and jump into this really optimistic box score. Now I can finally say it. The day that Framber Valdez decides he's going to go out and throw a no hitter 
Andrew Heaney decides he's going to go out and throw the best six innings that he's thrown all year long, and the bullpen comes out looking like a playoff-ready bullpen. Yeah. Uh, a 2-0 win for the Rangers, man. Come on. And, yeah, innings, too, and you see the two hits. Know that one of those hits came in the seventh inning whenever uh, Heaney was sent back out. Seven. Hmm. One hit over Gave up a hit in the seventh, and then uh, and then Boach went straight to Sporzy to come in and get that thing worked out. Ooh, it wasn't that good. I mean, needed that, didn't we? To see Sporzy. Yeah, no, I thought that's sixteen have a, have strikeouts. A, have a boring inning. <laughs> yeah, that, that's sixteen strikeouts, and I thought uh, I thought really good. Chapman was really good. Will Smith God, was really God. good. I think Spores tonight showed why the Rangers were willing to go without giving up a couple more prospects for another young right-handed or another bullpen arm, a right-handed arm out of the bullpen. I thought that's uh, Spores really showed that. You know, he got he got worked in that first half of the season, and I don't know mm-hmm. if he was really on the injured list anymore for the reason just to give him 15 days off so you could get someone else up mm-hmm. here, but. Um, since he's taken that 15 days off, hopefully he'll be used more on the winning side of the bullpen coming up, and the uh, the Rangers will be able to you know bide him uh, in that bullpen a little bit more instead of you overusing him, and he can really beat this guy that we saw tonight. Uh, Chapman gave up a leadoff hit. Dude was swinging right off the bat, you know, like he was. He was you not. Got to. Uh, <laughs> he was not any of that. He was trying not to get himself into a count where he sees that two seamer instead of the four seamer. Um, but Chapman struck out the side right behind that. Uh, apparently, he was a little under the weather last night. So hmm. you know, sometimes you give up a hit when you're under the weather. And then Will Smith was Will Smith. The slider was playing real nice last night, and uh, you saw. That he was just um, and he was he was pretty pretty good last night, and you didn't feel like there was ever a time where the White Sox really had anything going at all, and um, you know just the three hits and uh, Rangers like a sixteen strikeouts to no walks. You win a lot of games when you have sixteen strikeouts and no walks, and yeah. I mean you don't even it doesn't even have to be the three hits that the, the only the three hits that they gave up. You know you're going to probably. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to win that game if they get 10 hits and two or three runs, you know. But uh, uh, offensively, not real great. Um, Garver and Garcia, I mean, both hit no doubters. So it wasn't like they got, uh, you know, like nobody got cheated. And uh, the Rangers (laughs) were able to use those two runs. And then they had a couple other hits from Simeon. Um, Jankowski did have a walk, but, uh, nothing really doing on that. And, um, got to tip your cap to that kid that, uh, the White Sox threw, uh, was it Shulton right. or Schultz, Schultons? Schultons. Uh, Schultons. Yeah, he was. I had uh, to look him up. I'd never even heard of him. This is his first Yeah, year. like, I mean, there, there was pretty much the thought. This guy was going to probably throw three or four innings and, and, uh, you know, They'd go to the bullpen and be a bullpen game from there, but he uh, he took it on his own to get himself uh, what eighteen outs and a good job by him and uh, a lot of the reason why White Sox were in that game the whole night was because of him and uh, you know they went to the bullpen and uh, Garcia tagged one pretty good about things and uh, but overall a really nice game I think I saw that it was an hour and fifty eight minutes long 
That's uh, <laughs> yeah. that's tremendous. Love and, that. Uh, <laughs> almost thirty thousand, twenty nine thousand at the at the ball yard last night for the Rangers. So, wow. um, a, yeah, really nice Tuesday game. Night. That's not bad. Uh, yeah. Get them out there one more time before school starts and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully the Rangers are able to keep that uh, pace with that crowd and you know be able to draw two and a half million yeah. this year. That'd be a really big deal for the Rangers. And uh, so, you know, I, I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to be able to like just do my full day like in that stadium because seventy four degrees with the roof closed. Man, come on. Yeah. And a couple of things I'd like to bring up on the on the pitching side for the Rangers that really stand out on this. Um, obviously, like the sixteen strikeouts, the no walks, the the three hits. But listen, Spores and Smith to combined in two innings through eighteen pitches. I mean that is that is as efficient, about as efficient as you can get. And I think that right there speaks just as much volumes as the strikeouts because Spores had seven strikes and nine pitches. And then you had Will Smith through five strikes and nine pitches. And, and frankly, obviously it didn't matter too much because he's getting guys chasing or well, yeah, you know, I don't getting think, bad I don't contact. Think Will so actually threw one strike in those nine pitches. <laughs> you know what not. I'm saying? Like, I don't think, yeah, I mean, but they were all the, like, slide pieces. And then the bullpen, the bullpen itself only saw one more batter than, than the minimum. So three, three for Sports, yeah, and, four for and, Chapman, three for Smith. That is, and like I said, that was a uh, broken bat um, single from Andrew Vaughn against Chapman. So it, it's not like he just went out there and hammered something. It broke his bat and it dropped in front of Jankowski because it got in on the hands there. So let's. Um, I see. I have any other more notes um, notes from the game? I don't have really anything else. I think you pretty much got it all. So let's jump into the previews. For these next two games, uh, or, or are we just going to preview one? No, game? just we're tomorrow. Back tomorrow. Because, yeah, yeah we'll we're be back, back tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, we we, t- we decided um, to take the 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 Tuesday off instead of Wednesday this week because of the trade deadline. Right, right. So we'd have some content to give instead of just making a bunch of predictions and then missing all the games. Absolutely. So, uh, no, so w- tom- Wednesday we've got a tonight, big matchup. So, oh yeah, tonight on the hill for. For the White Sox, Dylan Cease, who would have been a guy that I wouldn't have mind being in in Texas right here, and I would have given up a couple of them pitching prospects for him. But um, he'll be he'll be um, he'll be uh, across the mound from uh, Dane Dunning, or across or across the dugout from Dane Dunning this tonight, and uh, uh, got a good pitching matchup. Cease is four and four with a four fifteen ERA. Uh, he did have a quality start against the Rangers in Chicago. Back uh, in what was that? The first of June, whenever um, uh, they played the last time, uh, Cease wasn't uh, part of the outcome or part of the. Uh, he didn't get a win or a loss in that game, but the uh, White Sox did win that game. June twentieth, yeah, June twentieth, and then Dane Dunning, uh, eight and four, three twenty eight ERA. Um, he wasn't awful his last outing. It wasn't his best outing by any means, but he wasn't awful, and uh, you know he'll. He'll be out there throwing cutters and sinkers. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, game gets started at 7.05. And uh, hopefully, uh, if if it's anything like uh, last night, it's over in two hours again. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really excited about what's uh, what's going to be coming up. It's going to be a fun, 
fun, fun playoff race, fun division race. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it'll be nice to be playing some meaningful, meaningful games. Uh, well, and tomorrow, tomorrow on the program, I mean, there's nothing going to be more fun, right, than being able to uh, preview a Max Scherzer start. Oh, my gosh. Imagine. Wild, isn't it? Like, Max yeah. Scherzer is going to be pitching in Texas. This, on this year, we've we've previewed both Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer starts for the <laughs> Texas Rangers. Tell Damn. me you had that going for yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that is, <laughs> you know, yeah, somebody, somebody pinch me and wake me up and just imagine that next year we're going to be, we're going to be previewing two games with them both. We're going to be previewing back-to-back games most likely. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, With both right? those guys pitching, you know, so all, all things cross our fingers with that. So I don't have anything else for tonight, I think, or for today. I think we're ready to roll. Um, you got anything else before we sign out of here? No, just looking forward to tonight's game and and getting back on tomorrow morning and tell you how it how it went down. All right, so uh, don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys, dollar ninety nine a month. We cover all things minor league. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, and don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. dot oh, one word. No oh, one word. And for the 300-pound mineral, this is your boy Kev and Texas Rangers with the boys, and we are signing out.